Welcome back to Who Knows, here at the Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. This is share number two of the Who Knows, the Haggadah Marathon. And tonight I pose the question to you, Arba Hamiodeya. Who knows four? But more specifically, who knows four on Seder night? Now you might be thinking to yourself, oh, I know four. There are four questions. And I'll say, yes, you are correct. The Manishtana contains four questions. Very good. Keep going. Oh, there are more? Yep, there are more. Okay, let's keep thinking. There are also Arba Banim. There are four sons, right? Kenegad Arba Banim, the Torah spoke. And we have the four different sons, the Chacham, the Rasha, the Tan, the She'enadeh, the Shol. Very good. Great. Keep going. Oh, there are more. Okay, fine. There is a mitzvah of drinking Arba Kosos. There are four cups. Very good. Kenegad what? Oh, well, the Gemara in Yerushalmi says, Kenegad the Dal Lashonus of Geula. Okay, great. We got four questions. We got four sons. We got four cups, four Lashonas of Geula that correspond to the cups or that the cups correspond to. And then, yet by the time we get to the song Echad Miodeh at the end, Arba Aniodeya, Arba Imahos. Oh, okay, great. We got four mothers as well. Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Leah. Okay, there are a lot of fours on Seder night. The question is, can we connect four? Is there a connection between the several different combinations of four that we find in our Seder night, in our Haggadah? And the answer is there might be. There might be several connections, and perhaps there are even connections to other groups of four that we find even outside the Haggadah. So we already know that the cups... Of, of the Seder night, they correspond to the four Lashonos of Geula that we've been taught since we're kids. The Otsesi means Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Vitzalti means that He rescued us from the oppression and the labor. Vigaalti means that He redeemed us from our spiritual impurity and our lonesomeness and our emptiness. And then Vilakachti, Hashem took us as a holy nation. Now, what I'll point out is that there are some who say that even among these fours, we could find some secret fives. So there's, in fact, the fifth expression of Geula. If you're following closely enough, you will find Vehevesi, and I will bring you. Not only will I take you as a nation, but I will bring you to my holy land, to my promised land, to Eretz Yisrael. And, of course, the Seder does not end with us just going to... Uh, to, uh, into the wilderness, but of course we're going to go to Harsina, we're going to get the Torah, that's Vilakachti, and then eventually, hopefully, we will get to Eretz Yisrael at the end of a long journey. So how do we take that into the other sets of four? So perhaps you might say that the four kosos, which we drink at Kadesh, Magid, Barech, and Halel, so the part where we have the Zecher Yitzias Mitzrayim in our Kiddush, that's perhaps the Vehotzesi, and maybe the cup that we drink in Magid, the Vehit Salti, talks about the physical oppression, that which we describe in Magid, and of course, being rescued from the Makos, and then Viga Alti, maybe when we thank Hashem in, in Barich, when we are benching Birchas Mazon, and also describing a bit of our history, we think about the Geula, which is also referenced in benching, right? If you think about the historical panorama that we find in Birchas Hamazon, it ends with us asking for Yemos HaMashiach. So maybe we're on their way. We're on our way to that. And then Vilakachti, maybe that corresponds to Hallel, that we are praising Hashem. And when we praise Hashem, we are doing that with that, 
that that that, that expression of this how, how lucky we are to be to be a part of Hashem's nation. Who who else would sing other than the nation of Hashem? And maybe the secret five is the Koshal Eliyahu that corresponds to the Vehevesi. Okay, great. Let's keep going. We have another set of four, right? We we have the Manishtana that we mentioned earlier. So at first we mentioned matzah versus chametz. On all their nights we're able to eat both. But tonight we only eat matzah. Maybe that matzah represents the symbol of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Not only maybe, but in fact it does. We know this because that was the matzah that we ate on our way out. might have been the matzah that we were eating while we were in Mitzrayim as well. But of course Hashem did not leave enough time for the dough to rise even on our way out. So we leave with the matzah on our shoulder. That's the sign of Vehotzesi, of the first cup that we reference in, in Kaddish. Then when we think about the Vehitzalti, the, and the, the story that we tell during Magid, we are Maschel Beganus, which perhaps corresponds to the second question of the Manashtana, the maror, the affliction, the bitterness. And from that, we say, Vihitzalti, that Hashem says, I will rescue you even from that. Then we go to question number three, the question of the Tevila, the dippings. Now, what we will not mention right now is the change in the Haggadah that was made from the times of the Beis HaMikdash. You could already see it in the Mishnah that we have. Another, there's another question of the Manashtana. Perhaps that is our, our, our hidden five in the Manashtana. The question regarding the, the, uh, the roasting of the Karban Pesach it's tzli, maybe that corresponds to vihit salti, right? If you have a similar lashon between the rescue, the hatsala, and the tzli of the Karban Pesach, maybe, maybe not, maybe the placement doesn't work so well for that, but just something to hide on the back burner as perhaps one of our hidden fives in the Manashtana. But the question of the dipping, the two times that we dip, um, the, a reference paid perhaps to two, to two different geulos, but maybe in some way that corresponds to the Vigo Alti. Um, you know, there's the Geula from Mitzrayim. And then, of course, there's the Geula La'asid Lavo. And both of them are described in our benching in Barich. So maybe the dippings can correspond to that. And yet we have the, uh, the, the Haseba, the reclining together. Maybe the fact that we recline Notice how there's only one time a year that we recite Hala when we are sitting, and that is Halal on Pesach night. Maybe the reclining can correspond to that Halal, the unique recitation of Halal that we do tonight, and maybe something to consider regarding that. And perhaps the, uh, the, you know, the hidden five of the Manashtana, whether it's the, the, the question about Sli or it's the Manashtana question overall, how this night is different from all other nights, that might be something to consider as well. And then we get on to the four sons. Is there a connection between the four sons and everything we've set up until now? So perhaps the wise son, the strongly observant one, he needs to be removed from the negative and strange surrounding. The Hotsesi for him is the Iker, that we just get him out of that spot because the Chacham will thrive as long as he is put in the right setting. He knows that this is not the place that he wants to be in. The Hotsesi will suffice for him. Now when we get to the wicked one, so he's the scoffer. He needs to be saved from his evil inclination. Perhaps, um, perhaps the 
the society, the Vihit Salti, he's one that he needs rescue from the Makos because we know that had he been there, he would not have been redeemed if he would be, if he, had he been wicked. So he would have suffered from the Maror and the, the bitterness of the exile. And of course, it would have overtaken him. And perhaps even the Makos during Choshech, he would have been gone. So he corresponds to the, the Vihit Salti. Um, and he corresponds to the Magid, the Magid, the whole story that we tell. Ba'avor Hashem Li, we tell him Li during Magid. And that he has to realize the whole Avodah that we are doing. Yeah, it is an Avodah, but it's an important Avodah that, that, that he, in his best interest, would follow along. Then we move on to the Tom, the simple son. And he, generally speaking, tries to ask fair questions. And, of course, in life, perhaps... He might slip up, but he, broadly speaking, needs a ge'ula. Every pashirayid, every tam, just needs a ge'ula, and, um, and perhaps that corresponds to the viga alti, why the tam can benefit um, from that particularly. And of course, we tell him, b'chozek yad, it was with a strong hand that Hashem took us out, and maybe for that reason, um, the, the, the things that we do with the Seder, like dipping, um, which the which the Haggad, which the Gemara tells us, dipping the karpas, for example, corresponds to getting the kids to ask. You do something very simple. You get the kid to ask, "Hey, why are you doing that?" A very Tom-like question of, "What's this? What is this thing on the table?" And we tell him, "Bechozeket." We tell him a story, and then we bench. Maybe that corresponds to Barich, where we describe the story at length in Barich, and we teach him the simple sum. We teach him to thank Hashem. Okay, and then we get the she'ena yedei elishol, the child who does not know how to ask. Perhaps he's unaffiliated. Maybe he is just very stoic and just doesn't care. Maybe he's just a baby, but he needs to be taken by the hand, which is why he corresponds to vilakachti. I will take you by the hand, and I will make you a part of my people. This also corresponds to the heseba. When we do something to his body, we make him act with us, then maybe he'll open up and start asking some questions. When we sing the Hallel, that at psachlo, when you start creating the sensory experience by making him do it with his body, the leaning, and by singing the Hallel into his ear, and by doing all of those things, perhaps we get the, the Sheinah Dei Lashol to be inspired to maybe ask a question. And then we move on to the, perhaps the secret five. The secret fifth of the of the of the Arba Banim, perhaps this is what some of the Hasidim refer to as the Baal Teshuva, the son who never made it to the Seder. I believe Rav Shomel Karlbach says that. There's the one son that you have to go out and find him and bring him to your Seder. I call He is very hungry and he is thirsty. He doesn't even realize how hungry and thirsty he is. But we need to bring him to our Seder. And that's the Vehevesi, when all of Klai will eventually come back, Be'ezer HaShem, for during the final Geula. And then, of course... We get to the four imahos, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Leah. Is it possible that these imahos correspond to everything that we've set up until now? And maybe Sarah, who with Avram, she separated herself from Galus, right? They, they went, they left from their land. They correspond to the Hotseisi. And they created the ultimate Kiddush Hashem, the Kaddish. They taught everybody about Hashem, which is what we do in Kaddish every Shabbos and yes on Pesach as well. We declare the name of Hashem and we sanctify His name. So perhaps that is Sarah. Then we get to Rivka. 
And what do we know about Rivka? That she, not only, uh, we're not now, as opposed to Sarah, who just left her homeland, we have Rivka, who left a family. Rivka left the likes of the Aramean Lavan, Arami Oved Avi. That is the Magid. That is the Vihit Salti saving, uh, saving her. She was rescued from the Mara, from the bitterness of a life with Lavan and Besuel, where she would have the negative influence from the Rashayim, the Russia of the Seder, right? So as opposed to, um, um, to Sarah, who was with the lot of, of, of a Chacham, she was guided by Avraham. We have Rivka, who did not have the same sources of inspiration, and she needed the Vihitzalti to be removed from the likes of the Russia. And then, of course, we start to get to Yaakov Avinu, the next generation, but we start perhaps with Rachel. Right? Perhaps it's either Rachel or Leah. Which one should be next? Well, Yaakov married Leah next, but he intended to have Rachel next. Now, Yaakov was the Ishtam, so we have the simple son, which works out really well, and that can correspond to the, and we dip twice, which maybe begins to correspond to the fact that Yaakov has a double marriage. He's got his eyes on, on, on two women now. But, um, but, uh, but of course, this is the Viga Alti, the spiritual redemption, because the Gullus really began with Yaakov Avinu, and of course, the Barich, which involves thanking Hashem, but then we have the Halal after, which is also thanking Hashem. So what's the difference between Barich and Halal? Right, in Barich we say, no Delecha, so it sounds like maybe that should be Leah, Hapa'amode as Hashem. Right, but on the other hand, Halel has Hodu Lashem Kitov. I would argue that the Halel is a little bit louder than the Barich. So maybe the Barich corresponds to Rachel. I mean, maybe Rachel is next. After all, in benching, we also say Rachem Na Hashem Elokeinu. We're asking for mercy, so that might correspond to Rachel Imenu. And maybe when we consider the two major Geulos, right, of the two dippings, right, the Viga Alti, maybe this corresponds to. The first geula we begin with with Yosef, right? There's a Mashiach ben Yosef, and Yosef he was um, the son of Rachel who sustained the world during famine. Perhaps Barech corresponds to Yosef very very well, right? Um, that Yosef was providing lechem for the world, and then we get to Leah, the the four the fourth wife, the fourth mother. So I should say the the fourth mother. Um, the fourth Aim Shal Yisrael, and she was the one who thanked Hashem with the birth of Yehuda. She's from the, the one from whom the, the Mashiach will come, at least the Mashiach and David. And of course, perhaps she corresponds to the Hallel, the praising of Hashem. She corresponds to the Haseba, the reclining, the demonstration of our royalty. Think of the Malchus based David, the Malchus that comes from her. And this also corresponds to the She'ene De'el the one who does not know how to ask. He has to be inspired by hearing others saying a loud thank you. Hapa'am Odehas Hashem. Why are you thanking Hashem? Why are you doing all these things? He will open up once we open up. We open up with that, with that enthusiastic story, with that enthusiastic thank you to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then the Shein Yudei L'Shol will hopefully answer. But what that leaves us with now is, is there a hidden five when it comes to the Imahos? Could it be that Rachel Imenu returning in, the, in her afterlife, Rachel Mavaka Albanaha, perhaps something that speaks to an eventual Geula, on behalf of all of the children of Klai Israel, even the ones that she didn't give birth to herself, in schus of the fact 
but she was quiet and let Leah go ahead of her. In schus of the fact that she didn't want her child to be embarrassed. And in that schus, we find the Behevesi that Hashem is going to bring us back. Of course, a lot of this is speculation, but while I still have you, even outside the confines of Seder night, there are so many other fours that we can consider their connections to here. For example, we know that there is the Tesvav, Tesvav, Gzeir, Shava that allows us to connect all the way to Sukkot already. And on Sukkot, we have the four walls of the Sukkah, and we have the Dalad Minim. And maybe within the Dalad Minim, which we know each in their own right symbolize different kinds of Yidin, maybe they correspond to the four sons, for example. Maybe the Esrog corresponds to the Chacham, who is both doing the action and he's got Torah, right? Torah and Meisim, Meisim Tovin. Now, when it comes to the She'ena Dei Lashol, he's probably the Aravos. He's doing neither of the two. Maybe the Rasha, he's got uh, some level of Chachma, right? Because he seems to know a lot. But of course, he's, he doesn't have Chachma in the sense that he's a Machacham Lev Yikach Mitzvos. He's not doing the Mitzvos, so he doesn't have the Maisim Tovim. And then we have, on the other hand, so he's, he's, like, the, he's like the Lulav. Right, we find between the Lulav and the Hadassim, right, one of them refers to those who learn Torah but don't do mitzvos. The other refers to those who do mitzvos but don't learn Torah. So we have uh, the Lulav with, that has the taste and not the smell. The Hadassim has the smell and not the taste. So we have, on the other hand, the Tam, who, unlike the Russia, the Tam is doing the mitzvos. He's going according to, he's, he's, he is walking tamim yihya imashem elokecha. He is going in the, in, the, in the simple path and he's following the mitzvot, even if his chachma isn't so great, even if his Torah learning is not so advanced. And we can perhaps consider how these dalad minim can correspond to some of the other fours, maybe not for now, but maybe for a different time. And while we're here, maybe we could consider the connections to the four angels, Right? Like we sing in B'Shem Hashem, we got Michal, Gavriel, Uriel, Raphael. Maybe Michal represents the wonders of Hashem. He represents the, 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 the Kaddish. Maybe Gavriel represents Hashem's harsh judgment, which we find in the bitterness of Maror and the Vehitzalti. Maybe Uriel represents the light of Hashem, the light of direction from Hashem, who is here to give guidance to the Tam, to the simple one. And yet Raphael represents healing, the healing of Hashem which is necessary and takes place through the Vilakachti when we become Hashem's people at Har Sinai, when everybody experienced the Refuah. So while Gavriel is perhaps judging the Russia um, harshly, the Refuah is coming back and picking up the, uh, the Sheinah Dei Lashol. And of course, the hidden five for the Malachim is easy. The Shechina Skel, Mi'al Roshi, he's overseeing everything. And if we're going back to the Sukkah's connection, perhaps the Sukkah itself is the hidden five. We know the Schach corresponds to that Me'al Roshi Shechina Skel, as uh, my brother of Daniel Eisenberg had suggested in the past. And there are just, there's just so much more you can do with this between the four Galios, Bavel, Parsimada, Yavon, Edom, and of course those four kingdoms, and the hidden fifth could be the Mashiach, Tadkinah, Mherab, Yamenu. We should see him very But my simple point is this. However well you think you know the different fours that we have at the Seder, perhaps now you know them even better. Perhaps you have more to think about after this pretty wild game of Connect Four. If you enjoy this share and others like it on the podcast and you want to partner up with us with the sponsorship, if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group where you'll find links to every uploaded share or to find Shirim that I'm streaming from the archives. And all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase.gmail.com. That's the thedatabase, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time.
Stay tuned for the next share on the Who Knows Marathon, and thank you for joining us here at the database, and have a wonderful Chag Kashar Vesameach.